Hello folks, welcome to the broadcast. I'm your host here, John Saxbury. I want to get on with this message called Miracle of Prosperity. And for the folks, thank you to the folks watching me by way of Facebook Live. If you're watching, please please share the broadcast. Um, if you're if you if you want to give, I want to set up a place for people to give to. I want to give to the Life Church Pantry. I'm going to be putting up a, a link to that in the in the comment section for the broadcast. That way, everybody has a chance to give the Life Church Pantry. They have an e-pantry where you put in money to buy certain things, and they call it. And then Janie and Mike go out, of course, and buy it. This is all going to help uh, poor families. I want to kind of want to do that. I want to incorporate that on our broadcast to kind of advertise and promote that. If you want to give, give to that. Amen. And we're going to start on e prosperity. Not e-prosperity. The miracle of prosperity. Sorry, folks. Those of you watching by way, listening here by way of podcast, just kind of never mind that. This is this is me. I'm still waking up. I never really fully woke up this morning. It's called the miracle of prosperity. I'm going to get in with the message, okay? Right now, get in with this message. For one, I want you to write down in the section in the comment section on Facebook Live. I want you to write down these points. One, it is, it is, it is not God's will for people to be poor. Poverty is not God's will. Put that down there. Poverty is not God's will, and it clearly says this in the scriptures. If you'll go with me, I'm reading out of the New King, uh, the King James Version. Go with me to the book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 18. And it says here, and I quote, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight of the blind. It said, Liberty of them that are bruised. It simply says this here. You could say it does that that debunks the, the that that religious myth. Well, oh, Jesus was saying, oh, the, the he just came to help did preach good news to those who are poor in spirit. It breaks it down what he come to come to do. The poor in spirit of the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. That that that's to, it's a to, he he's basically saying it in a separate sense. Because he was quoting out of Isaiah. He says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That means that means being wealthy is not a sin. A lot of people have demonized wealth and demonized money over the past years because of because of religious traditions. Oh, you know, bless God, the the, the root, money is all, the root of all evil. No, money is not the root of all evil. The lust of money is the root of the root of all evil. And it says the love of money. When you're lusting after something else, if you're somebody that's being greedy and using your money to control other people, well, then that's that's the root of all evil. It's the heart that's behind the money. 
the money itself is not evil. The the it's the it's the it's the heart that's behind it. I mean, people have got to understand. I mean, we've got these anti-prosperity preachers out there that are preaching this stuff, and they're preaching this stuff like like it like it's the gospel, and it's not. And they're slamming the prosperity message when the whole entire Bible is about being prosperous. I mean, seriously, people act like. What do they think, that uh, Jesus is driving around heaven in an old beat-up Chevy pickup with the windows busted out with four bald tires, living in a double-wide mobile home with with holes in the roof and, and holes in the floor with, all, with the windows boarded up? I mean, come on, get out, get, 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 get down, come on, face reality. And these same preachers that are preaching this, this anti-prosperity message, they're living in multi-million dollar mansions. Multi-million dollar mansions built out, made out of stone with nice wall around it, huge acreage, like hundreds of acre on hundreds of acres with a gate at the front at the front of the driveway. I'm thinking, why don't you live in a subdivision like the rest of us? Or buy a townhouse. Get you you'll move into a townhouse if that's how you really feel about it. I'm serious. If that's how you really feel about it, then 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 go live and you'll go live that way yourself. I mean, it's just people think it's wrong to be to be wealthy. It's not a sin for for preachers to be wealthy. And yeah, I know somebody probably choking on their drink when I just said that, but I'm I said it again. I, it's not wrong for a preacher to be wealthy because you have, you want them to be wealthy. If you, you run into a fight, if you something happens, you want to run to them for help. You want to run to the ministry for help. How can a ministry help in a in a storm situation for people who have been put out of their homes? How they how do they help with relief efforts and everything when the church is supposed to be poor? When people are they're supposed when ministries are supposed to be poor. I believe if a pastor's out there winning people over to the Lord and praying for the sick and, and, and raising the dead. And preaching the gospel to all the nations of the earth, I believe that they should have the biggest mansions that you can ever lay eyes on. I mean, people are throwing a fit over Joel Osteen. Well, this is Joel Osteen's mansion. This is Joel Osteen's mansion. Look how many. Look how big that house is. Now, you know what? I pray that God blesses him one ten times that big and a million times more elaborate just to shut you up. I mean, years ago... Somebody approached me about my pastor. You know that, you know, your pastor paid cash for that house that he's living in. I said, you're darn right he paid cash for it because I gave him the cash to buy it with. And you should have seen the look on their face. It was epic. I mean, I mean, even like, even, I mean, even the rich, you know, they remind me of the rich young ruler. Here he's got all these riches and he's, he's trying to, preach a different message to other and they're they're trying to tell people oh they're just you you don't need to live you you don't it's not right that you can live it's 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 wrong to be prosper to live in prosperity it's wrong to have the money that that the ministers shouldn't have nothing but yet they're living high on the hog they're living high on the hog but we can't i mean that's just that's just it's contrary it's 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 hypocritical I mean, this is Bible-faced facts. 
Number two, put that in the comment section. God created us to have wealth. God created us to have wealth. It says it in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. To preach good news to the poor means that you don't have to be poor no more. Say, you don't have to be poor no more. Say it. Put that in the comment section. You don't have to be poor no more. Always use the comment section for your notes. And then share, the, share it to your own page. That way you can always go back and watch the message all over, over and over again. And you can actually learn something from it. I mean, here's, 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 here's another scripture. Go to, with me to Malachi chapter 3. And I'm going to keep preaching on this stuff. I mean, this is going to be hit throughout the holidays. God has told me, he says, just hit on the stuff. Tell them the truth. He goes, I want, he's, I, he's like, and, and what, what's this have to do with what God called me to preach? Called, what he called me to preach, to, the, the exact things, it has everything to do with it. When you have, when you have wealth, you don't have, you don't have as much stress, which causes medical, the poverty causes stress. For one, poverty causes stress, which causes health problems. Causes marital problems. It causes it causes division in the family. Causes division in the marriage. Causes offense. I mean, you, people think that they 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 work. People worry about too much what's in their bank account. They panic over what's in their bank account with them, what they have, than the treasure they have stored in heaven. The Bible says, "Where a man's heart there shows there there shall always there his shall his treasure be." If your heart's in your bank account, then that's where your treasure is. If your heart's in heaven, then that's where your treasure is. It's that simple. If you get, you've got to have your heart. You got to have your heart where your treasure's at. Malachi chapter three. Write this in the comment section. It's part number three. Part number three. Will a man rob God? Will a man rob God? Malachi chapter 3 verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet you are robbing me. But you say how we have robbed you. In your tithes and, offering, tithes and offerings. Verse 9. You are cursed with a curse. For you are robbing me. The whole nation of you, bringing bring the full tithe unto the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and there shall be there may be food in my house. Listen to what God's saying: There will be food in my house, and there, and thereby, put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts. If you will not open up the windows of heaven. For you, and pour out for you a blessing until there is no more need. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, so that it will be it will not destroy the fruits of your soil, or and your vine in the field shall not fall bare. Says the Lord of hosts. 
then all na then all nations will call you blessed for you will be a land of delight says the lord i mean god wants us to be blessed he wants to pour out a blessing on us it's it's right here that god wants us to live in abundance abundance i mean people like kenneth copeland he lives in abundance People like Jesse the Planets live in, lives in abundance. People like Rodney Howard Brown, preachers like Rodney Howard Brown, live in abundance. The Shelton's live in abundance. Joyce Meyer lives in abundance. People, she, I mean, right up the road here, she had a nice, beautiful, custom-built, re, re, refabricated, re, refabbed home. It was an older home. It was, it was like seen as better days they were going to pull those and she rescued it and redid it and oh oh my gosh did people did, a, did ever did people throw a fit over that i mean they were foaming at the mouth about it i mean finally she just sold it off got tired of it and sold it off got tired of listening to bellyache but she kept on to to just to drive them nuts i mean it, it it's crazy how people act when it when it becomes when they when they see pro, people living in pro, Christians living in prosperity. I mean, when you live in abundance, you, there there is no lack. There's no lack. You 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 live in that place called abundance. I mean, that's where he wants. He's not just wanting just preachers to live in abundance. He wants us all to live in abundance. He wants every born again believer to live in abundance. You shall prosper even as your soul prospers, says the Lord. You shall prosper even as your soul prospers. That means he wants you to prosper. He wants you to live in prosperity. There is, this is a prosperity gospel. Old traditional churches, they cut out, they think, oh, you don't, because it's because their, their main denomination pumps us into these pastors so they can keep the money funneling into their pockets. They don't want nobody getting blessed. They want all the money going into their pockets. The heads of these denominations, they're, they're living in multi-million dollar homes. The head, the, the head of the International Lutheran Synod, he's living in a, in a multi-million dollar, man, billion dollar mansion, receives $100 million a year. I mean the part even in the, the, the head of the Salvation Army. They pump all this poverty crap down people's throat. That's because they want the money going to them. There's a narrative that they're telling you. There's a story. Oh that's just let's just keep people poor. It's it's a false narrative. Stop reading into that. God wants you blessed. Read his word. Let God and His Word be that man every damn man devil in hell be a liar, but let God and His Word be true. It is written in His Word. Like pastor, my pastor said, if it ain't in God, if it's not in the Word of God, I don't want it. If it's written in the Word, I want it. If it's prosperity written in the Word of God, bless God, I, I want it. I mean, speaking of Kenneth Copeland, I don't know if any of you ever heard that. You know the. You know that opening song to this broadcast? I know my God has made a way for me. I know my God has made a way for me. He say, he wrote that song back in the 50s when he started out in ministry, when him and his wife were living in poverty. 
couldn't hardly had enough money to pay the bills. Couldn't have enough, hardly any money to, to put food in the house. She was had holes in her shoes. Agree, amen to the prosperity gospel. He had given so much that he had nothing, no buttons left on his in his suit and on his shirt. His shirts were all head button. No, it didn't have buttons. He had the pen and take take safety pins up because he was cutting his buttons off, buttons off, and putting it in the money, putting them in his money, claiming it as money. I hereby sow this. I hereby sow that. I hereby sow this a million dollars here. I mean, he was so he was doing it. It's what you speak. You speak it forth. You speak forth your wealth. You speak forth your prosperity. You don't speak for it. You don't speak against it. Well, I just don't know what to do. I just don't have the money. We're we're just we're just we're just tight on money. We're just this is bad. I don't know how to, how we're gonna make it. it just it, it just how about how, how how about a big old bowl of failure for you? I think people like failure because they love one of the people. One of the thing is is people like failure because they love what it, the attention it brings. They love pity, the pity and the attention that it brings them. For one. In the one verse it says, I will give you homes you did not build. I will give you land that you did not purchase. Crops that you did not did, did not did not plant. It means God will pour everything out that you need that you you're, you're needing and what your heart's desiring. It's a it's a human nature to want to desire wealth. Every human being is desire wants to desire wealth. You know, we just don't need wealth. We don't need money. We just need Jesus. Yeah, tell the people of Ethiopia that. Or southern Sudan who are starving to death. Little babies walking around with legs that big around that are like six and seven years old. They can't grow because they don't have enough nutrients in their body and their stomachs ate up, overtaken with worms. Go say that to them. That money's, that, that, that you shouldn't be, that you shouldn't have wealth. Go tell that to them. I mean, people are so stupid when it comes to the when it comes to the stuff. I mean, people get religious people can be stupid. That's right. I mean, I said it. Religious people are stupid. They they. I mean, they're 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 they're. I'm tickled by their ignorance, but then again, I'm I'm frustrated with their with their stubbornness. They're the most stubborn people on the face of the earth. I mean, you get some guy out there, somebody out there complaining that they don't have a place to stay, but yet they, but yet they won't go get a job. Go get a job. Well, you don't understand. I can't, I can't do this and I can't do that. You can, you, you go, go ask to be to work in the kitchen somewhere washing dishes. You can wash dishes. There's plenty of dishwasher uh, restaurants everywhere hiring dishwashers. They they're always needing dishwashers because they always, the dishwashers walk out and quit. Go to go to a high school, get a job as a janitor. They're always in need of janitors, custodians and stuff to help clean up the facilities. Do something. Well, you don't understand. I'm just going to go to work for work at the church and get a job at the church, and that way I don't have to do anything else. No, you need to get out and get a job. 
Your job is not at the church. The church is not an unemployment office, for one. I'm so sick and tired of that mentality that people have that they can just run to the church as an unemployment source when they, when they, when, instead of working. No, you get out and work. I mean, I have worked in my life. I'm reaping, reaping the rewards of my, my, reti my retirement. I'm retired. I've worked all my life, I mean. On my body, I can't. There's so much, so much to do, and God called me in to, to do full time ministry. God's supplying our needs. Everything's being met. We don't have to. We don't have to do without. We've got a roof over our head. We've got lights on. What food in our bellies? I mean, God's providing because God. We're living in the supernatural provision of God. Me and my wife both believe in it. I mean, are we billionaires? No. But we don't, sure darn well feel like it when the day is through. We keep speaking it. I'm speak, I keep speaking forth our, our abundance. I speak prosperity forth. I always say that every day. I speak prosperity forth. I thank you, God, for your increase. I thank you, God, that you're going to supply all our needs. According to your riches and glory, that we should not have to worry one bit. We—that's we, the problem. People like to worry. People are addicted to worrying. Because worrying—it's just like the, It's like they, like they say, people who live in failure. They—they—they they, they crave attention. They love the attention that it brings. Amen. I mean, we've—we've we've gotten into this. We've got to—we've got to come to the conclusion into this. That, that what you don't, what you have the power to change. God give us the power to change our lives. To where, to, if we have something in our lives that, that doesn't, that we don't like, we have the power to change it. Amen. I mean, John ten ten. With me in the book of John, book of John, ten verse ten. John ten ten. I'll start out in verse seven. Jesus said, then Jesus said unto them again, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go, go in and out to find past and find pasture. For the thief cometh not, but to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come. I am come. That they may might have life and they may might have it more abundantly life and life and more abundantly write that in the comment section he gave us life and life more abundantly he, he said greater things that you should do i shall come to do things but I, but you know what greater you should the works you shall do you know, you shall lay hands on the second issue. You'll cast demons out of my name. You shall t speak with new tongues. He means he's going to pour out something ten times more powerful than what you're seeing right now. 
Jesus had to die and come back as the Holy Spirit because Jesus needed to come back in unlimited power and form. Jesus needed to die and come back as the Holy Spirit in unlimited power and form. That's how that's what that's how prosperity works. It's without lim without limited power and form. Look at President Trump. He he he's, he can spend his money all day, every day, every single day of the week, every single day of the year, and will not go poor because his why? Because his he has got his his wealth is without limited power and form. He's got so much abundance that he did it. Did you don't you don't have to worry that there's no lack. Matter of fact, any dollar he spends, he can make it. He can get a tax write off on it. It, he, it, it's a tax return to him. So it just keeps pouring back. That's what God wants us all to live. God wants us to be all like Donald Trump. God has created us to live that way. He, that was the original plan in the garden for us to have the prosperity of God. It means without limited power and form. Yeah, he wants us loaded. The kavod, the, the glory. When they're talking about the Shekinah glory, the kavod it means it means the weight, the weight of gold. What did he get? What's in in Revelation? It talks about when the saints died. After the saints died, after we not die, but after the rapture, and we're going up into heaven, and we're caught up into heaven. What's he given us as our reward for our for for? Doing what are we doing on earth and what we stand for and what we preach? He was given us according to silver and gold. I mean, Jesus wasn't a poor person. People need to get it out of their head. Jesus is not a poor man. Put that down as number six on the comment section. Jesus was not a poor man. Jesus was not a poor man by any means. Well, how could you say that? You know that Jesus was so humble and so poor, they couldn't have a home for him. He had to be born in a barn. No, he was born in a manger. They never said anything about being born in a barn. He was born outside in a manger. A manger is a rack where baby sheep, where baby, where a lamb is to be born. Because if they hit the ground there, at that time they got a soft skull on the top. If that lamb were to hit that the ground in that soft spot, it would kill it instantly. So they put it in a in a rack with with a straw with a mop where they back the mother up, and when she bursts it, it goes softly into that into that hay. So this 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 theory, oh, he was born in a barn. No, Jesus was born out in the open. They found a manger, and he was born in it. Born in a manger. That means you had nothing. Well, he, you know, that means he was homeless. No, he had a home. He couldn't have a home in, in Israel or Jerusalem or anywhere else near in his homeland. He had to flee to Egypt because they were going to kill the firstborn of every child, every mother. They were going to have, they were going to kill off the firstborn because Herod wanted Jesus dead. They fled. He had a, they had a place to live. They had a house. Jesus had a house. People act like Jesus was on on a street corner, poor, with a sign. We'll 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 raise the dead for food. 
uh, will heal the heal the blind for food. I mean, seriously, he created his created food. He created his own food. He took the little boy's lunch and multiplied it. He did not. Ha he was not a poor person by any means. I mean, in, in today, if Jesus were alive in today's world, religious people would expect him to live in a in a mobile home and drive around an old beat up Chevy pickup with the windows busted out, with bumper stickers saying "Honk if you love me." He wasn't a poor man. Jesus was not by was by far not a poor poor man. He was not a poor person at all. Jesus was an abundant person and still is. He is all God. He's all man. He's all Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not part of the Godhead. He's the fullness of the Godhead. It's the fullness of the Father. He's the fullness of the Son. He's the fullness of the Holy Spirit. God's the fullness of the Son. He's the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And he's the fullness of himself. All wrapped in one. There, I mean, if if Jesus ain't poor, then we shouldn't be either. We shouldn't live in poverty. I mean, just like Kenneth Copeland's song, I know my God has made a way for me. I know my God has made a way for me. And sing that song enough, and, it, and it'll start ministering to you. They sing that song they still sing it to this day. Anywhere they go to preach, they sing that song. Anytime they go to the doctor, they sing that song. Anytime they go they go to visit their children, they're singing that song. Anytime they go to the grocery store, they're singing that song. Anytime they go to going out to eat, they sing that song. Anything they do, they sing that song together. That's not just a theme song, it's their lifestyle. I know my God has made a way for me. I mean, think about it. Let it minister to you. Let this minister to you. People, I mean, anybody that believes that that you should be, you should never be poor. That you you should be never be rich, and you should always that that preachers should be poor and. That preachers should have uh, be, be in lack, and the, the also, or that's for all the any believer. That if you're a born again Christian, you're born a believer. You have to live humble and poor and with lack and with nothing, and, and it's like that's not how it works. I mean, their porch light on, is on and nobody's home. The hamster's dead and the wheel's still turning. God created us to have wealth. God created us to have security. God created us to have abundant rain to where we can give it out to other people and it just keeps pouring out. To be able to fill up, pour out, repeat. I mean, look at this cup. Thank you, Pastor Vernon Shackelford. Look at this cup, for instance. It could hold either 32 ounces or it could hold an entire well. An abundant well. It's all a matter of how much you're willing to pour out. If you just fill it and set it down, it ain't going to be able to fill it down. It's only going to hold 32 ounces. Amen. I mean, he, this is why, this is, 
This is how he wants us to live. I mean, I mean, religion. These these denominations teach this stuff about poverty is because they just they want to funnel the money to their pockets and and nobody else's. It's a, it's a sham. It's a scam. It's like a it's like a money ring. These denominations are running a money ring. I'm not saying all denominations are bad, but my gosh, some of them, what they're preaching, it it it, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Amen. It's not cute. It's not pretty. It's not wonderful. It's a curse. Jesus said it was a curse. Poverty is a curse. Poverty is a curse. Poverty is say is religion's twin brother connected at the hips. It, it, there's no two ways about it. It's it's pot. It's it's religion's twin brother connected at the hips. They're they're Siamese twins. They go hand in hand. Amen. One more scripture, and we're gonna Luke six thirty-eight. Everyone, Luke 6.38 Given it shall be given unto you Pressing down with a good measure Given it shall be given to you Good measure Pressing down, shaking together And running over Shall men give unto your bosom for with the same measure that you you shall meet withal, and it shall be measured to you again a thousandfold. So therefore, whatever you give out, whatever you speak out, whatever you contribute, distribute, it shall be returned unto you a thousandfold. It's an overpouring, it's an overabundant amount of rain. Amen. I mean, we've. I mean, seriously. I'm just going to talk to you. I mean, I've seen. I mean, I've been with. I've been with several ministers. I've been around with several ministers in my life. One's Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. The man just loves prosperity. Yeah, he's a prosperity preacher. Is he? Is he? A, is he a millionaire? No, but God's sure providing for it. Is he? I mean, these preachers that that are out there preaching. This this message, they they they're they're preaching out of their own convictions. I mean they 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 live they live in um, I don't know how to say it without being without being harsh or being brutal, but they're living out of their own convictions because they know they're living indulgently, and they live like. I mean, they, 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 they live opposite of what they preach. And they're preaching these messages because they're feeling guilty of their own greed. I mean, if you're, if you're feeling that bad about it, then why don't you just sell everything and give it to the poor? 
I'm going to say this is money here. Say this is money. Okay? Money can be used either way. It could be either used as a tool or it could be used it could be used as a tool or it could be used as a weapon. Money can also be used as a blessing. I mean, either way, whenever I'm spending money and say for the for the my my rent or my mortgage or for the electric bill or the car payment. The car payment. Car insurance. That becomes your tool. When you're using money as a blessing to say you're you're or or using money as a money to as as a blessing or you're giving in church, you're putting in your tithes and offerings, you're putting in to world missions, you're you're putting you're you're giving to the homeless shelter paying for tents for a homeless shelter and using it to invest in that you have that's when it becomes your blessing or when your weapon is when it goes to your head when money goes to your head when money goes to your head or your heart oh more likely your heart where money takes place of your heart Where if you're allowing money to take place in your heart, then that's becoming the love of money, the root of all evil. That's when it's becoming the root of all evil. That's where you get people bound by addiction to gambling. Um, people that are bound with porno that are in the pornography industry, that are running strip clubs, running brothels. I mean anything. I mean people never complained when Jeffrey Epstein was was flying all these politicians around. Going and in, in, in taking politicians and actors and actresses over to his island, flying them around the world on the Lolita Express, having sex with young girls, being a perp, being a pervert. Nobody complains about that. Nobody complains when the drug addicts are out making their money, flying around in jets, in limo, and riding around in limos. God put, I mean, I mean, serious. If you want to build a church right now, down here, I live close to Fenton, Missouri. You go to build a church down in here in Fenton, Missouri. They they look at you like you got two heads, like you're, there's something you're you're you you you're you're a demon that came out of hell. But yet, if you go to expand your porn shop or build a porn shop down there, they they act like you're curing childhood cancer. That's 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 the root of all evil. It's what you use your money for. It's what you're using money for. When you're misusing money, yeah, it's you're, you're you've got a problem. But when you've got an abundant rain of money, of blessings coming out, where you can give to all these charities and all these ministries that that are that are putting their hard earned their heart out into the gospel, that's where the abundant rain comes from. That's what puts God in the position. When it says, "When a shall man shall rob God, shall man rob God," he means you robbing him of his of him blessing you. That's because they're looking to God. A lot of people look to God for what it's in His hand versus looking Him. They're seeking God's hand versus seeking God's face. As I wanted to say, 
they're seeking God's hand versus seeking God's face. And they're and it's not and it's not a, it's not and it's only short it's only a temporal thing versus an eternal thing. When you seek God's face, it's an eternity of blessings, it's eternity of abundant rain. I'm gonna be back on here next week to talk more about this. I want to close the program out. Uh, I want to go ahead and close the broadcast out with this prayer. I want to give anybody an invitation for salvation. Um, for a call to salvation, I want you to say this prayer with me. Dear Father God, I come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus to be forgiven of my sins and be the born again of your spirit. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for shedding your blood. Thank you for on the third day that you rose again and you now that your Holy Spirit reigns in this earth. Holy Spirit, transform my life. Baptize me. Let me never be the same in Jesus' name. And I receive your salvation to this day forward, in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. God bless you, everyone. I'm going to get going. This is a production of Revival Now International Media Ministries. For more information on our ministry, please contact me at revivalistjfs3 at gmail.com. God bless you, and have a great day.